Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Tuesday, the 29th of March. Today, Aussie sailors have a whale of a time on their way to a big payday. NRL gives the green light to George Burgess despite pending court case, and Buddy gets his ball back. But first... It's the fight no one asked for, but none of us can stop talking about. In the red corner, weighing in at 76 kilos, standing 178 centimetres tall, zero wins, zero fights, but with one of the quickest wits in Hollywood, it's Chris Rock. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? And in the blue corner, weighing in at 98 kilos, standing 188 centimetres tall, he's played Muhammad Ali in a movie and has had at least one known fight on the streets of Philadelphia. I got in one little fight and my mom got scared. I said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. It's Will Smith. Now, gentlemen, remember, you're both the wrong side of 50, wearing pretty fancy suits, and you're at the Oscars. So... No one actually expects a fight to happen, but if you are going to have one, let's make it a good clean one. Oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Look, I know it's not really a sport, but it's probably the only reason we'll ever have to discuss the Oscars on the scorecard. For those that missed it, in short, Chris Rock, a professional comedian, made a joke about Will Smith's wife's shaved head, which is the result of her alopecia. Will Smith, who later went on to win the Best Actor Award for his portrayal of Richard Williams, the father of tennis stars Venus and Serena, walked on stage and slapped Rock in the face before retaking his seat and verbally slapping Rock twice more. Keep my wife's name out your f***ing mouth! Wow, dude! Yeah. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your f***ing mouth! Not long afterwards, Smith attempted to explain his actions while accepting his Best Actor award. I want to be a vessel for love. Ah, no. You've slapped a much smaller man who was standing passively with his hands behind his back. Vessel for love is off the table. Will, what else you got? Art imitates life. I look like the crazy father, just like they said. (laughs) I look like crazy father, just like they said about Richard Williams. Are you going to try the I was still in character excuse? Only problem is filming finished over a year ago. Have one more try. Love will make you do crazy things. Yeah, I think we can safely say that Smith might have won the fight, but he lost the war. Hey, mister, can we have our ball back? Sports fans, meet Alex Wheeler. I suppose when Buddy marked the ball, he's about 10 inside the 50, and I sort of did a bit of quick mass and realised I'm probably 10 or 15 from the fence, so I thought, yeah, really, really big chance. So, um... Yeah, no, so from that point on, there was so many people rushing to the fence, which sort of probably helped me, you know, get to the ball, and everyone was filming, so I almost felt like I was the only guy, you know, throwing the paw out to get it, so, um, yeah, just unbelievable that I had the chance to have a crack at it, and it just landed in the paw, and, you know, the rest is history. Wheeler is the man who soared high above the pack last Friday night to grab Buddy Franklin's 1,000th goal, Sharon. And yesterday, after a night snuggled up close to the footy, Wheeler hand-delivered the prize piece back into the hands of Buddy and the footy club. It was you know, always my intention to get it back to the Swans and to Buddy, so it's going to be no good to me. I don't have a pool room to put it up in, unfortunately. So, no, it was always um, you know, good to get into contact with the Swans and, and get it back to them. But at what price? Wheeler was, for a 24-hour period, in possession of maybe the most valuable Sharon in the game's history. So, warm and fuzzy feelings aside... What did Wheeler actually get in the transaction? There's signed jerseys, um, balls, boots, whatever else, um, a bit of a membership to the SAG and all that sort of stuff, which is fantastic. So, 
um, you know, obviously the membership piece is great. So you can come back here and sit in the members with the family and, you know, hopefully enjoy some of those moments that, um, that happened on Friday. Given the Swans were undefeated and looked like being a contender this year, he's hoping he negotiated a final day in September clause. The NRL has a message for George Burgess. I'm free to do what I want old time. Burgess was charged last week by police with sexually touching another person without consent and will face court over the charge next month. And the question that remained unanswered was would the NRL choose to enact its no-fault stand-down policy and make Burgess ineligible for selection until his case was resolved? Well, the NRL yesterday advised the Dragons that Burgess would be permitted to continue playing in the NRL while subject to criminal proceedings. The NRL has opted to await the outcome of the case before taking any actions for possible breaches of NRL rules. And now I play the waiting game. Which is good news for the Dragons, given they do battle with the rampaging Eels this weekend. But only time will tell if it's good for the game. Ever wondered what a boat full of really happy Aussies sounds like? Well, that is Team Australia celebrating their victory at the Sail GP final in San Francisco, taking home the $1 million winner's prize check. And the win was even more remarkable when you consider some of the obstacles the ocean threw up during the final event. It's a whale. A whale! Yes, the grand final of the Sail GP event had to be restarted after a whale was spotted on the course. Wait. In the course. No, under the course. Uh, There was a whale. You get the point. But thankfully, even after the restart, Team Australia was able to build an early race lead and hold on for the win. Leading skipper Tom Slingsby to declare that Australia is the home to the best sailors in the world. Which makes sense, given we're a country surrounded entirely by water. And that is your Fast Fun Hitters Sport for Tuesday the 29th of March. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.